Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Hey, I want to talk about setting some goals for God's sake. Setting some goals for God's sake. Listen, I had a chance to jump on a live yesterday uh, with our guy, Tim. Uh, Tim loves us like cooked food. Uh, and we had a great discussion on live. I think we were on live for about 40 minutes. It's supposed to have been like a 15, 20-minute session. Um, but it was a great discussion. And um, what one of the things that we talked about was like goals forward, like goals and a path forward. Um, you know, the remainder of 2021 and 2022. Like, what are we working on? And so after I got off of that live, I actually um, met with a group of business leaders that uh, that I'm mentoring. And, you know, we were talking about goal setting, but we kind of leaned in. Uh, we we kind of leveled up on our goal setting. We know for a fact all of us are part of the 67-day uh, challenge right now. And uh, when we open up our rising grind journals in the morning. We, we are talking about listing our, our gratitudes. We're listing our goals. Um, but we've been able to, uh, yesterday I, I doubled down on goal setting and wanted to share uh, some of that with you today. Uh, because what I mean by setting goals for God's sake is what we did was we went through and identified like scripture reference specific to goals. Like, like, like for real, goal setting from a biblical perspective. Um, and so one thing that we said is that we, we've got to stop looking at where we've been and start looking at where we want to be, where we can be, right? Stop looking in the past and look to the future. Um, when I really started to lean into this thing, right, I mean, we know we've heard the importance of goal setting. We all know that, that goal setting is important and writing it down is important, right? We've heard the the stat that, you know, you're 40, I've heard a variety of stats, to be honest. I've heard from 43 to 49% uh, more likely to get a goal accomplished if you write it down. Regardless of, of the specific goal, we know it's a high probability that you will accomplish your goal if you write it down. Listen, 
you can only do something that you see. You can only do something that you see, meaning you must be able to see a goal before you can achieve it. You got to be able to see it. Many goals that I have been able to achieve in my life, I saw them. I could imagine them, right? And you have to see it in the world of your experience or the room of your imagination as well, right? The room of your imagination. God talks about this in Genesis. Uh, If you all remember, uh, like, uh, man, there was an arrogant governor or it was like the government leaders who tried to build a monument. Uh, that would go all the way up to heaven. Then God came down, shut the whole project down, right? Um, Because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if you can acknowledge the law of visualization and its potential, you you can achieve it. Genesis 11 and 6, you know, talked about, now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Imagined to do. That means you have to see it before you can experience it. I got five five scriptural facts to share with you right now specific to goal setting get your pens get your paper and and, and let's get to it right because if we're going to take it to the next level if we're going to receive all that has been downloaded right into our hearts and into our minds we have to write the vision and make it plain so that others may run with it which is one of my favorite scriptures that's Habakkuk 2 2 but the first scripture that I have for you is First of all, understand specific to goal setting. God knows your desires and your needs. God knows your desires and your needs. He is downloading things on a constant basis, trying to get our attention on a constant basis because he knows our desires and our needs. Matthew 6 and 32 says, for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. What is all these things? Those downloads that you get, how often are you writing them down? How often are you writing them down? Number one, God knows your desires and your needs. Number two, God wants those dreams and goals to happen for you. He wants those dreams and goals to happen for you. Listen, I went through the text a little bit, exergeed the text. Those like exergeed the text, that means unpack it, right, for any ministers or pastors in the room. Um, you know, you exergy or unpack the text. And in Psalms 37.4, it says, delight thine self in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. What does that say? God wants your dreams and goals to happen. He wants it to happen. So if it's not happening, it's not because God doesn't want it to happen. Right. And I know, you know, God is, is it might be universe. It might be some other things to people, you know, in the room. Make it whatever it is you need it to be. Right. The universe, God wants it to happen for you. But we have to set goals. You have to write it down. Goal setting is writing down anything you want to become, do or have. Anything you want to become, do or have, you've got to write it down. Right. Told you, number one, God knows your desires and your needs. Number two, God wants those dreams and goals to happen for you. Number three, God expects you to document those desires by writing them down as a covenant between you and him. God expects you to write it down as a covenant between you and him. Write those things on the heart, that vision. Habakkuk, I just said it, two, two, write the vision. And make it plain upon the tables 
that they may run that readeth it, right? Different variations, different types of Bibles read a little different. But at the end of the day, write it down, make it plain. Not so that, catch it, not so that you may run with it, right? But so that someone else, others, they, he, she may run with it. We're talking about scriptural facts specific to goal setting. Goal setting is writing down anything you want to become, do, or have. Number four, God will impart the divine schedule and plan for helping you to achieve the goal. Listen, I'm a witness. I don't know about you, but I can tell you multiple times in which I know for a fact things were divinely orchestrated for me at the right time. God will impart a divine schedule and plan for you to achieve the goal, but you got to write it, make it plain, right? And this is explained to us in, in Hebrew 2, 3, 2, 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, through it tarrying, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. He will impart a divine schedule for you to make it happen. But you have to be in alignment. You have to imagine it happening. You have to see it before you can actually achieve it. You have to imagine yourself, right? The room of imagination, right? You have to see it in your world of experience. And then number five, God wrote his own goals and dreams down, right? I mean, in the word itself, in the word itself, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. God wants peace for us, not evil. So if something happening that's not peaceful in your life, it's not God, right? It's not. Let's set some goals. Let's set some big, audacious goals. Some goals so big that we know for a fact we need God in order for it to happen. Let's set some goals for God's sakes. Can we get some mic flashes for, for those who are ready to set some goals for, for, for God's sake? Some big, audacious goals? I know I am. I shared with the team yesterday a few um, of my big audacious goals. And so, you know, as we were studying people that have used this practice of goal setting, um, you know, th there are a lot of, of uncommon financial leaders who have some really good habits that, that we need to, um, I think, as a culture, study more of. Um, I, I have studied tons of leaders over the years, specifically African-American leaders, right? Uh, I'm into my culture, I'm into my history, but I'm also into diversity um, and reading about, you know, those of, of diverse backgrounds and understanding how they actually uh, became wealthy, understanding their concepts, their principles, uh, their backgrounds, how, how their families uh, were raised. And one person, uh, when you think of uncommon financial leaders, um, you know, not necessarily of my generation, but Mary Kay Ash, 
beautiful business leader. I mean, come on, she had a remarkable habit of what I learned about writing her goals down. She had six things she would write down every day. And she wrote them down in order and sequence, right? Uh, listen, the order and the sequence was, was based on the priority and the value that she had for each of those goals. But the fact that she wrote them down every day, six things that she would do that very day. What we know is that Mary Kay Ash, when she passed away, her business was evaluated, valued at over a billion dollars. Over a billion dollars. I don't know about you, but I certainly want that that formula that she had of goal setting, right? Because I mean, listen, if, if she can establish a business worth over a billion, right? And that was at her death. And so we know Mary Kay. Mary Kay is worth more than that now, right? Yes, it is. Let's set some audacious goals for God's sakes. And so in the Rise and Grind journal, we are able to write several goals, okay? We have the goal for today, we have the goal for the month, and we have the goal for 2021. Well, guess what? 2021 is almost over. We have a quarter left in the year. And what we've got to focus on is we've got to lean in more with the goal setting. So what we did yesterday as a group, I took the group through an exercise and we talked about three specific types of goals that's in alignment with our 37 day challenge goals. Okay. But what we started to do first is we want to look at our goals that are specific to the really like lifetime dreams and goals. Lifetime dreams and goals. You may dream of owning your own business, traveling around the world, right? Losing 40, 50, 100 pounds, learning a new language, right? Becoming debt free, becoming a missionary, right? Th these are lifetime goals. Today, right now, are they written down? Are they posted? I'm talking about your lifetime goals. Some people refer to this as their bucket list. Do you have a bucket list? Where are your lifetime goals? If you do not have a lifetime goal sheet, that's step one. We want to establish three different sheets today in alignment with our Rise and Grind journal and the goals that we're already setting. We need to set some lifetime goals. Lifetime goals that are specific to our dreams and goals, right? Bucket list goals, if you will. Put at least 14 lines there. At least 14 lines. Stretch out 14 things that you want to accomplish over your lifetime. Let's start working on that list today. Let's start working today. Th that second sheet, it's your 12-month goals. It's your 12-month goals. Anything you want to begin or finish within the next 12 months. Now, there's only October, September, October, November, December, four months, and this month is almost over, okay? So the 12-month goal is going to be from September to September 2022. Anything you want to begin or finish within the next 12 months, it may even be like the purchase of a home paying off a car, memorizing some of the scriptures I just shared, right? And again, maybe maybe you don't want to lose, you know, 50 or 100, 
but maybe in the next 12 months, you might want to lose 20, 30. But regardless, map out at least 14 lines, 14 lines. And on the 14 lines, you are going to start to put your 12-month goals. Write the vision, make it plain. And then the third sheet that, that we laid out as a group yesterday, um, it was our 30-day goals. Our 30-day goals. And these are three different sheets, at least 14 lines on each. And these may include simple tasks like organizing your email, you know, cleaning up your financial planner, cleaning out the house, you know, returning some phone calls. Some got some, some closets. You miss spring cleaning, right? So it's, it's just time to do some fall cleaning. These are things that we can put on our calendar for the next 30 days. I mean, I read something recently that said, you know, about 3%. And it could be, I don't know how old this, this book was, um, but I wanted to say that I remember about 3% of the United States population have written a list of their dreams and their goals, 3%. 3%. This may explain why 3% pretty much governs. I know we talked a lot about the 1%, the 1%, but I'll say the 3%. But, but if 3% of the population are writing down their goals, that explains why they, they pretty much govern the other 97%, right? 3% owns much real estate as the 97%. Like way, way, way more. At the same time, the same 3% possesses as much wealth as the remaining 97%. We have to make our vision and our goals plain. Goals matter. Writing goals down matter. They matter. And so I just want to pause for a minute and uh, see if anyone wants to weigh in, have a comment or a question regarding anything that I have actually shared. Christina, go for it. Thank you. Tim, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, so I am, I am so excited that you mentioned Mary Kay Ash. You know, I'm all about that. Um, I want to talk about the six most important things to do list. That's what you talked about. Um, so we're taught to uh, make our six most important things to do list the night before. And uh, that way, when we get up in the morning, we'll all already know we'll already know what we have to do. When we get up, we won't be wondering what to do because we've made our six most important things to do list at night. And then also um, going down to where you talked about the three different sheets you have um, – you know, the 14 lines on, I would like to add the 90 day goals, quarterly goals. Um, I know that's one thing that we do um, in our business. We set quarterly goals. And so we use, we have those quarterly goals and then we are by the third of every month, we set those monthly goals in order to hit those monthly goals every month in order to reach the quarterly goals. So I'm excited. I'm excited about your topic. Uh, always bringing great value and then about goal posters as well. Those are good. We have those, Go posters made, put them all around the house, have them always in front of you um, for the current month that we're working in for the year. And so um, great information. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, thank you for the share, uh, Christina. I, I found uh, Mary Kay Ash to be very, very interesting. Um, learned a lot, and we had a great discussion uh, about her and, uh, and all of her successes. Again, study uncommon 
uh, financial leaders, um, you know, and their habits. If you're really trying to take it to the next level, let me reset the room. You are in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Uh, we are here to bring motivation, education, and inspiration from 5A to 5P Eastern Standard Time, uh, Friday, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. To, to 12 noon on Saturday and Club 111 on Sunday. Uh, live right here on Clubhouse. And if you have ever missed a segment and you want to re-listen to your favorite uh, people and the content that we we are sharing, you can download the Breakfast with Champions podcast and listen anytime. Head over to breakfastwithchampions.live to grab the link to subscribe to the podcast and um, you will get everything else you, you need right there. That is breakfastwithchampions.live. You are only qualified for the goals you are willing to pursue. You know, you, you heard the phrase pursuit of happiness. You, you're only qualified for the goals you are willing to pursue. We can write these goals down all day long. But if we can't imagine, if we don't pursue, really doesn't make a difference. The proof of desire is in pursuit. The proof of desire is in pursuit. I mean, we rarely reach for the things we really need, right? K kids, you know, they don't want the vegetables. They want the cotton candy. It's not just the kids. We don't always reach for the vegetables either. We will always reach for what we desire. We will always reach for what we desire. And, and I believe, you know, I don't know this to be true, but I don't believe uh, God responds to pain. I believe that God responds to pursuit, to pursuit. I mean, we can whine about it. You know, we can complain about it. But at the end of the day, none of that really makes a difference. You know, faith without work is nothing at the end of the day, right? Reaching, pursuing is the proof that we really want it. Reaching, pursuing is the proof. God requires your pursuit even in receiving his His grace and his mercy, right? His forgiveness and his mercy. I mean, in, in Isaiah 1:11, I think he says, come on and let us reason together, said the Lord, right? Come on and let us reason together. At the end of the day, he wants us to pursue, to pursue. It's not anybody's responsibility but our own to be motivated and encouraged. Nobody else is responsible for motivating and encouraging us as individuals. So learn to encourage yourself. Like one of my favorite characters in the Bible was, was David, right? Because, you know, David knew all about delighting himself, right, for the greater good. Went through a whole lot but he had goals he could imagine and he pursued, right? And he pursued. That was uh, Psalms 37, four, delight thine self in the Lord. God always favors aggressive and persistence. Aggressive and persistence. I said aggressive, but aggression, aggressive characters. I've always seen them prevail in the Bible. Persistence, persistence and patience. Write the vision, make it plain. 
Here's three keys for developing your passion. If you're like, I, I, I have the goals, I know what I want to do, uh, I'm just not motivated. I just don't, you know, have the enthusiasm to get it done. Guess what? Abandon any dream or goal that no longer generates joy or gives you the energy, right? If you don't have high energy for it, if you don't have joy for it, then it's not the right goal, right? I mean, a lot of times we focus on childhood fantasies and things that other people want us to do. Listen. If your goals do not birth enthusiasm within you, abandon the goal. It's not the right goal. That's number one. We're talking about developing a passion, right? We initially started off with setting goals for God's sake. If we're setting it for God's sake, that means we need some big goals. We need miracle goals. We need miracle goals. Because, I mean, if, if you, you know, if you can do it yourself, you really don't need God. And God has empowered us to do a lot of things on our own. But I'm tired of that stuff. I want to go after stuff. I want to reach for stuff, pursue stuff that is miracle status. I only want it knowing that God helped to get it done, right? It needs to be that big. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So number one, if your goals do not generate enthusiasm, Enthusiasm, get rid of it. It's not the right goal. Number two, pursue goals that qualify for your total focus. Things that truly matter deserve quality time. Eliminate the part-time interest. You know what I'm saying? They say it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert in, in any area. Some people take that really seriously. You call yourself an expert and you haven't demonstrated 10,000 hours, don't be around the wrong person. Who, who takes that very seriously because you might feel it. Listen, if you are working on goals that you aren't willing to put the time in, focus on, then it might not be the right one. Eliminate the part-time interests and put your full energy towards things that deserve your time, that most qualify for your time. We're talking about developing your passion. And then number three, study the habit of uncommon achievers. Thomas Edison said his difference from others was one thing. It was that while other people focused on many things, he focused on one thing all day long. You are only qualified for the goals that you are willing to pursue. Let's set some goals for God's sakes. Who has some comments, uh, feedback, questions, or who just wants to share how goal setting has impacted your life? Because I can tell you, a lot of my friends say that everything I touch, uh, it comes to life. It comes to life. And what I realized over time is that everything that I pursued, it had been written down. It was clear. It was in a presentation form. I like PowerPoint presentations. I can create some of the some of the dopest PowerPoints you ever want to see. If you need help doing PowerPoint presentations, hit me up. I got you covered. But the bottom line is I write down everything. I write the vision. I make it plain so that others may run with it. And I encourage you to do the same. Flash your mics, flash your mics. I uh, can't see. Help me out. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, Meg, TM. my friend, Megan, and yes. then uh, Revnet, go for it. TM, TM, TM. Wow, what 
a fabulous segment. Uh, I cannot tell you how aligned we are and synergistic. I have a whole program I'm working on right now that you've just laid out right here <laughs> based on my five C's, clarity, courage, confidence, commitment, and compassion. And it is to start, scale, and sustain the business and life of your dreams. It's setting out goal setting. If you came into my office right now, my friend, you would see journals upon journals. Uh, I go back to them, yeah, um, you know, over the years. I mean, I go into months um, and everything I'm doing right now was set in place and different things, but were set in place two years ago, five years ago. You know, I mean, they just build upon themselves like it's not, uh, and they get edited and they evolve and they don't stay stagnant, but they continue to be fluid, but you have to write them down. Amen. But the other piece that this is so extraordinary, what you shared today is based on scripture. I love it. And I'm actually, my second book is going to be about scripture and business. So maybe we can collaborate on it. Wow. I just love it. Thank you so much. Love you. Meg, you know, I love you back and I would love to collaborate with you on anything. Um, and, and you know that. So please D, DM me. And I'm so happy uh, that we are aligned. Thank you so much. I think I saw, was, was it Rev Nat? Yes, TM, thank you so much. I, I wanted to, thank you. Uh, this is Rev Neat at the bottom. I just wanted to first start off by saying, I loved your energy during this entire segment. Like you were, I, I felt you through the phone, TM. This was, this was riveting. And so I just wanna say thank you so much for, for just delivering um, these messages that we all needed to hear today. And I, I really, my, my ears perked up when you were talking about how we never reach for what we, what we need, right? We always reach for what we desire. And this is the second time I'm hearing this today. And so I, I think that this is a message that the universe or God or whoever you want to call them um, is making sure I'm receiving. And so I, I just wanted to add to the conversation. What I heard this morning was um, a story about, you know, a kid wanting ice cream and, you know, he got one scoop from his dad and then he was jumping for joy and then he dropped the ice cream scoop on the floor. So then the dad went back and um, this time he was like, I want two this time. But he said, well, you know, let's let's see if you can handle the first scoop first and then we can always go back for the second scoop. So I just thought I, I you know, I just really resonated with, you know, all the messages that you were sharing. And I, I just wanted to add that to the conversation um, and see if that helps anyone. So thank you. This is Ravneet and I'm done speaking. Revney, thanks for that share and thanks for uh, helping me to pronounce your name correctly. Um, no, absolutely, a absolutely. I'm just happy uh, to have um, provided some value here today. And Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.